Good day, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Two Romanists in Sweden. As usual, it's me, Alessandro, and uh, with me, as always, uh, the professor Umberto. Hi, Umberto. Hello, Alessandro. Hello, guys. How's it going? Oh, it's going okay. It's going okay. Could be better, but it could be also worse. Uh, uh, unfortunately, we come from a, a defeat uh, against uh, against Napoli. Uh, but uh, it's um, um, how to say uh, bittersweet defeat because uh, we did lose against uh, Napoli. But uh, um, as everybody's saying, and I also think uh, that is true, uh, Roma uh, played uh, pretty pretty well. Uh, Roma uh, fought till the end against Napoli, and um, uh, we ended up being defeated two uh, one. But uh, with uh, with uh, with um, a lot of uh, good attitude from the players, uh, with um, I would say we we played uh, as a as a team uh, till the end. What do you think, Umberto? Were you happy or and and sad at the same time at the end of the game? Of course, I was sad at the end of the game because we didn't uh, go out from the pitch with three points. I must admit that uh, my opinion the best result would have been uh, 1-1 or the most fair one but uh, Napoli has been better sure I mean uh, it's not a scandal that they won they they managed to score one goal more it's uh, it's fine but uh, <clears throat> I felt also positive so to speak uh, due to the performance of the team mm, I saw a well-played match Uh, from uh, Roma side, um, we played uh, very well as a team, as a block. We managed to to stop Napoli for most of the time during the match. We, especially, a thing that I want to stress uh, is that uh, in the moment of difficulties, we didn't give up, we didn't uh, fall back, but uh, we always try to 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 answer to a Napoli's attack without uh, giving. Giving too much, you know, without giving up fully. That uh, that is typical, of course, from Mourinho's side um, and Mourinho's team. But um, one thing is that you show this kind of uh, behavior against teams that are in the middle of the table, and one one thing is that you show this when uh, when you play against uh, the first team of the table and probably one of the best teams at the moment in. Um, in Europe for the the way the way they play but also the way that they manage the match and in a way also the luck they have because in my opinion this is uh, I mean I'm probably I'm not the only one to say but this is uh, definitely Napoli's here and um, from small details from small things you can see that this uh, Napoli's here because uh, for example uh, an action in my opinion is uh, Just a small action is uh, showing that uh, this year there is nothing to do against Napoli. And this the, in the beginning of the match when uh, Kim took the ball and the ball just took the post and went out. From that, uh, you can see that uh, it's their year. Everything is going so good for them. Every situation turns to be uh, on their side. Uh, I'm not saying that they are lucky all the time, but... Uh, Of course, to be first uh, in the league with 13 points of advantage against the second team, you also need to be lucky. 
lucky it's a component that has to be involved. I would like to also highlight another aspect of the match uh, with a little game that I would like to do with you. We both said that uh, Roma has played well as a team, but please, can you name the players that, in your opinion, played above vote six? Like, uh, like you mean, uh, like sufficient? Yeah, above sufficient, above, yeah. I mean, for me, the, the best uh, in the pitch uh, was uh, Matic, uh, with no doubt, uh, together with the, uh, with the, with El Sharawi. Yeah, that's two of 11. Well, two of uh, many. Uh, I, I, I was, you know, I would have, I would have given, uh, Smalling a, a good, a good, maybe I give Smalling six because of the performance, uh, but at the end, uh, he made that, I don't know if we call it mistake, but, uh, he couldn't uh, stop uh, Simeone. It's not that uh, it's his fault only, of course, but uh, it happened. Uh, I think uh, maybe maybe uh, Rui Patricio. He he was quite good in blocking two two nice uh, shots. Abram was a little bit. Uh, Abram, Dybala, Pellegrini were a little bit uh, in a grey zone, and um, so let's say only three. Yeah, three or four. I mean, uh, it's uh, yeah. So less uh, less than the half, right? I would I would say that if if uh, if what we want to give a number to to the the players a six uh, only three or four, maybe maybe five top. Yeah. So and I, I agree with you. I agree with you. Maybe I would not name Rui Patricio because, in my opinion, Rui Patricio has done what he's supposed to do. So six for him. Zaleski, I would, I would add instead of Patricio because, uh, Zaleski made the assist for a Sharawi, even though that, uh, even though in the action for the first goal, he was a bit out of position because he was taken in the middle by the pass from Mario Rui to Quaraschelia that then uh, gave the ball to Simen. In the end, Roma has played well as a team, but individually not so good. So in my opinion, uh, this, um, this is saying two things that first, we didn't really play well because in my opinion, if a team plays well, not only you need to play well as a team, but you need to play also well individually. That's why also we lost, in my opinion. That's a reason why we lost. But at the same time, since we didn't lose that bad and we could have, I think overall we did a good match. Eh? Imagine the potential we have. Imagine the potential that Roma has that still has not been uh, expressed. In my opinion, at the moment, uh, Roma is in a, in a good shape. Uh, so also looking at the next matches, since, uh, in the next, I think four or five matches, we don't have like big matches ahead of us. I think Roma, if he continues on with this, uh, with this trend, we can really make uh, some points and put Roma, we can put ourselves in a very good spot for, uh, for the end of the season. Yeah. I, I, I agree with you. I agree with you. It's, uh, it's incredible how the perception of, uh, you know, a very good game, uh, from Roma is, uh, is not, uh, connected with the good performance of uh, each individual. But I mean, there are, there are also a lot of, um, reasons why we, we haven't seen, uh, I don't know, for instance, uh, Dybala or uh, Pellegrini performing uh, as, as usual. Pellegrini was uh, sacrificed uh, as uh, in the first game uh, to be the shadow of uh, Lobotka and that uh, for sure has uh, taken a lot from the usual way of playing uh, of Pellegrini 
And uh, Dybala was uh, all the time surrounded by three, four men, all the time. So Spalletti knew that Dybala was the man to block. And indeed, yeah, indeed, Dybala was, I've seen him uh, like fighting uh, in the middle of uh, many, many legs. Uh, yeah, he was almost uh, neutralized, I would say. Yeah, almost immediately, all the time. Uh, so, but this time, I would say, I would, um, as you said, Zaleski played also very well. But I, I would like, even though he got an injury again, unfortunately, he's going to be out uh, for another month, more or less. But uh, Spinazzola wasn't playing uh, that bad uh, before being substituted. Uh, I don't know if you agree with me. No, I agree. I agree. I was a bit disappointed, actually, when I, I saw Sharawi entering the pitch in the second half because I thought uh, that uh, he, didn't, he did not play bad. Me too. Me too. I thought uh, maybe uh, Mourinho wants uh, a little bit more um, pressure on the, in the, in the forward uh, um, area of the uh, of the pitch, uh, he wants to be more offensive uh, since we were behind one goal. So I thought maybe that, but also offensively, Spinazzola wasn't playing uh, that bad. He also he also uh, made a, a good shot uh, that Neret uh, neutralized uh, quite uh, with, with a, quite a, a good uh, good intervention, I would say. Yeah, sure, sure, and also I must say that. Uh... He was playing uh, against uh, a nasty client in front of him because this year Di Lorenzo is having an amazing season. He's even scoring goals, which uh, is something that uh, he hardly has done in the past. So, yeah, I agree. I mean, I, I, I think overall, uh, even though Dybala and Pellegrini were blocked and uh, we had uh, Matic, uh, who played very well, but uh, we know that Matic, uh, the pair Matic-Cristante is not the fastest <laughs> in the uh, in the universe. I think uh, we pushed uh, quite a lot uh, on the with the wings. Uh, so that was quite a, a crucial part of the, uh, of the game that maybe has... Uh, played a big role in our performance against Napoli. And this makes me think that we do have a lot of potential because let's not forget who Napoli uh, have uh, on, on, the, on the wings, uh, on, on the sides of the, the, the pitch. I mean, uh, you just said Di Lorenzo, uh, he's playing... Uh, on the right side, right? Yes. And who is in front of him? And they have uh, Lozano. The, the two flanks are Lozano di Lorenzo and on the other side, uh, Mario Rui and Quara. And uh, Mario Rui, again, Mario Rui is having an incredible season uh, coming from nowhere. One of the best assist men in, uh, in Europe uh, also I saw before the match. Uh, and uh, again, Mario Rui also is entering in the, in the first goal, giving the ball in the corridor for, for Quara. And let's not talk about Osimen. That seems like uh, uh, king. Every everything he touches, uh, it doesn't matter how. It's gold. It's turning to, uh, into gold. Every ball. So yeah, no, it's uh, it's uh, it's Napoli's here. There's no uh, there's no no doubt about it. I'm, no doubt. No, no. I mean, uh, let's be honest. I, I think uh, uh, Lozano also. I would say that. Uh, I don't know. I, I, I had the feeling like if you have to give a, you know, best man, uh, best player of the, of the game, I, I would consider Lozano. I mean, he was a, a pain for Roma on the, on the right side. He was, but uh, he, he was the one to not mark Sharawi 
for the one one. So I would not give him the the palm of the best. That is true. I mean, offensively, uh, yeah. he was uh, quite yes. the pain. I guess he's he's more offensive. Yeah, definitely, than, definitely uh, defensive. Yeah, yeah. But uh, well, overall, uh, I would say that uh, even though uh, we lost, uh, I saw a change of attitude in the in the players. Uh, they they were there with the desire of winning. They were they wanted to win. They weren't. Uh, I mean, I there were games uh, where I saw players uh, walking or uh, you know complaining because they got a fall and just leaving the the players the the opponents uh, to go and do their business while they were complaining. But this time uh, I saw eleven warriors. Yes, no, but I, I must uh, agree that. Uh... Roma in this 2023, we, we are playing way better than uh, 2022. And more or less, it's like uh, what happened also last year. If you remember Roma from end of January, February 2022, we, we started to ramp up, you know, and we somehow also we started to take way less goals than in the first part of the season. And it seems that also this year is happening the same thing, the same thing. So, also, this particular thing is uh, making me very hopeful for the next matches and for the future. Because it seems that uh, if we look at the, at the other teams also, Milan is uh, collapsing vertically. Inter is going up and down. Sure, they have a better roster, no doubt about that. That's why also I put them definitely in the first uh, four spots. But then uh, among Atalanta, Roma and Lazio, I must say that uh, I see at the moment, I see Roma ahead. I also believe that uh, Atalanta will have a big advantage for the Champions League run since it's the only one without any, any international cup. And uh, as Mourinho said, if we play once a week, we are a strong team. The problem ca- comes when uh, we have... Uh, matches during the during the week the situation uh, is gonna change unfortunately when uh, we start uh, with the uh, europa league so unfortunately we need to open uh, a parenthesis uh, on uh, the last uh, game last roma game uh, in coppa italia against uh, cremonese as you know cremonese is the bottom team uh, in uh, Serie A with eight points uh, zero victories eight draws and uh, 12 uh, losses so not really a fearful team but uh, in Coppa Italia Cremonese managed to beat uh, uh, Napoli Roma faced uh, Cremonese as uh, unfortunately you all know and uh, we lost so there is not much to say here I don't even uh, it's not that I don't know, there's not that, nothing to say, but uh, it's almost I don't want uh, to say anything about this game because it was uh, just weird. I mean, uh, uh, let's be honest, uh, we played uh, the first uh, half uh, with uh, the bench, basically, in the in the pitch, uh, with uh, uh, Kumbulla, uh, Bove, Tahirovic, uh, Folpato, uh, a lot of... Uh, fresh youngsters that uh, are maybe not ready uh, for uh, uh, this uh, level of football. Even though also Cremonese wasn't really playing uh, with a full team. I think it's a matter of mentality. Has to be a matter of mentality because 
It's not possible that uh, the the the, um, the team that played against Napoli uh, has the same name of the team that played against Cremonese. It's uh, two completely different universes, parallel universes that never meet uh, at any point. So uh, I think this was a mistake from, of course, Mourinho to. Uh, underestimate Cremonese. We really, really had to um, go as forward uh, as possible with the, with this competition because we had a chance uh, with the fact that a lot of big teams like Milan and Napoli uh, were already out. We had uh, a paved uh, way towards the final, but uh, we managed to fail anyway. Mourinho said that... Uh, during an interview after the match, uh, said that uh, the infirmary uh, warned him uh, that uh, a lot of players uh, uh, were at their limits. So he had to save uh, Dybala, he had to save uh, uh, Abraham, he had to save uh, Matic, etc., 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 which were all uh, quite uh, challenged, physically challenged because of the uh, clash uh, against Napoli. Uh, but uh, I really, really think we shouldn't have underestimated uh, Cremonese. I mean, it's easy to say after the, you know, um, after the, the game is over uh, and uh, knowing that we failed. It's easy to say, it's easy to criticize. But uh, uh, Spalletti made the same mistake and lost. So we should have learned from Spalletti's mistake. I think Mourinho has made exactly the same mistake as Spalletti. And uh, we had the same outcome. We lost. So Cremonese, now it's uh, in uh, uh, it's in semi-final. And, uh, and yes, we, 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 that's it. I don't know, I don't know what, I, what else to add. I don't, I don't think I want to add anything else. Uh, do you have anything to add, uh, Umberto? Well, a famous song uh, in the 70s from Imagination was saying, it's just an illusion. So I would say that uh, after so many good matches in, in, in January, um, despite the, man, the last match with Napoli, I thought that Roma was uh, going to be better in 2023 compared to the previous year. But uh, this match with Cremonese brought back again uh, the old problems, I would say. I agree when, uh, when you say that uh, many, many players in, uh, in Rome are not ready for this kind of uh, competition. Above all, uh, I would say Tajirovic and uh, Volpato. I have uh, not so much words, honestly. Uh, I think uh, Roma has just uh, started the match with the conviction that... Uh, we could win easily the game and that was the biggest mistake we we could ever do because you know these matches are are finals basically so you need to play them 100 percent sadly i have to agree with you that uh, Mourinho this time did not uh, set the starting lineups uh, that usually plays and uh, in my opinion played uh, too many too many bench players and uh, this was not okay. Plus, uh, I must say that uh, I'm mostly disappointed also by the performances of uh, Cristante and Mancini. Mancini playing as a captain, having a match like that, honestly, 
it seems like that sometimes he's doing another sport. He's doing MMA instead of, uh, instead of football. He's just beating up players, uh, going to the referee and uh, talking, doing bad talking to, to everyone. I mean, honestly, I don't think this is the way that uh, a captain uh, should be. So far, uh, I think, uh, yes, we lost uh, a good chance to arrive in final. It seems that uh, this Coppa Italia for us is cursed uh, since many years. But we have to look forward. And uh, on Sunday there is a very important match against uh, an Empoli that is uh, very much in shape. So let's just uh, forget about this, uh, this Coppa Italia as soon as possible and uh, hope to not see this in the future and hope that also this, the players will remember this uh, defeat uh, uh, very clearly and they won't make these mistakes again. Uh, but anyway, finally the transfer market uh, has been done. We know that uh, Roma did not uh, do so much in this session. We bought uh, Solbaken for zero and uh, Llorente on loan with option to buy from, uh, from Leeds. What do you think about uh, our transfer market session, Alessandro? You want me to be honest? Of course. Or uh, you, want, you want me to be nice <laughs> or, or just honest? <laughs> uh, say what you think. Yeah, no, I think uh, I'm very disappointed. Uh, I'm very disappointed, uh, but um, uh, I mean, uh, uh, okay, so back in, uh, I think this guy has potential. He has shown good things uh, against us, but that was it. I don't know if uh, he has shown uh, as much with other team, but I don't think so. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, he's a hard worker, but uh, I have my doubts that he's going to change uh, Roma's uh, um, future. Um, for what concern, Llorente, uh, I, I'm honest here 100%. Before, uh, not today, but before uh, uh, the other day, uh, I never heard about him. It was the first time I, I heard about uh, Llorente. And then I discovered that uh, he was in the national team um, uh, pool. Uh, he, he was in uh, Real Madrid when uh, I understood that Ma also Mar Mourinho was in Real Madrid when Llorente was there, right? Yes. Yeah, but, uh, but he was a bench man, right? I think he never played with him. Ah, okay. <laughs> but anyway, I, I don't know. I don't know if... Uh, it depends. It depends if it, he was the only one available or if Mourinho wanted him. Because, you know, sometimes uh, if Mourinho wants him, I mean, he has a, a 360 degrees um, vision of the, of the, the players. Uh, and uh, maybe this player has shown uh, good qualities uh, in training uh, uh, and such. But uh, being Real Madrid, uh, super high quality, super high level, maybe he never made the, the cut. Uh, so I don't know. Uh, I, I, I don't know. I, I'm gonna, I'm not gonna say anything about Llorente. Uh, I'm gonna, I'm gonna judge him when I see him. Uh, you know, this uh, video on YouTube, like the best, uh, of Llorente or whatever, it's always a, a little bit, uh, you can't really judge someone from the, all those, uh, YouTube video. I'm pretty sure there are a couple of YouTube videos of me playing uh, and uh, I look like uh, I'm a, I'm a good player. Uh, so, um, no, I, I don't, I don't know. I don't know. It's, I think it's, it didn't go very well, this uh, transfer market. I wasn't expecting much, but I, I, I was really expecting uh, to, 
uh, sell Zagnolo at a certain point. I was expecting to sell him because, uh, I mean, uh, I don't know. I'm so upset. I don't know what to say. Well, uh, I think uh, overall, I'm okay with the Roma transfer market since uh, I didn't expect that much. Honestly, I didn't expect that Roma could have bought even uh, Llorente. Since I was just expecting we were happy with uh, Solbaken and that's it. Uh, regarding the Zagnolo situation, you know, we, a lot of people have talked a lot and we are still talking about it. It seems to be the hottest topic uh, at the moment. We also talked about him uh, last, uh, last episode. I just want to spend a couple of words about uh, the facts because I believe that um, in the in these days a lot of uh, fake news and a lot of uh, things without uh, fundament has been uh, has been said. In my opinion, if I just have to look at the facts, I just remember the words from Mourinho when he first said that uh, please not whistle, not boo Zagnolo. It's not. Uh, it's not fair to boo him. And then after a few days, he said that uh, Zagnolo doesn't want to uh, train anymore with Roma, doesn't want to wear Roma t-shirt, doesn't want to be in the dressing room. And, uh, and he, he, he asked the club to, to be sold. But just looking at this, I, I think uh, I can see like a schizophrenic uh, <laughs> behavior from, uh, from Zagnolo since, uh, Especially also given the fact that uh, he has uh, first refused uh, Bournemouth and then accepted it. But uh, then Bournemouth said goodbye since they <laughs> they signed Traoré already. So I believe that uh, even uh, maybe th- if this is against uh, uh, many other people's opinion, but uh, in my opinion, when uh, in life you behave like this, when you are an employee of a, of, a, of a company and you have this kind of uh, not professional behavior, I think uh, you need to be penalized and you need to, you need to go through a, a fair penalty. Uh, also, judging his performances so far, I think he has received a, a lot of love by Roma fans, even too much given also his performance since uh, this year. I think uh, one or two goals he scored in... Uh, in Serie A and one in uh, in Europa League. Uh, sure, he made us winning with a decisive goal uh, against Feyenoord, uh, the Conference League. But still, he's well paid. He's still earning 2.5 million uh, per year. His uh, his behavior really cannot be justified. And uh, if he has to stay until June, or I would say even until the end of his contract, summer 2024, if he doesn't bring a valid uh, valid offer with money, not uh, with maybe the, the team will pay, so with real money to Roma, I think he should, uh, he should have the same treatment that people like uh, Diavara, for example, uh, had last, uh, last year. So not, uh, not being around the other team members, playing alone and... Uh, and that's it. Also, because I think uh, it's uh, out of discussion. Uh, even uh, if some people have some hopes, I think it's out of discussion that uh, he can be reintegrated in the in the team. I really think that uh, Mourinho is trying until the end, uh, trying to to keep him in the group. That's why also uh, he said uh, previously that uh, 
it was not fair to Whistling because he's a guy that uh, puts uh, 110% in what he does. But then after Mourinho's words, I think he, uh, even Mourinho completely dropped him. I, I'm sad, of course, like any other Roma, Roma supporter, I guess, but... Uh, It's not going to be the first time that a team leave a player without being sold. Look at Milan. Milan lost so many players for zero because, uh, because they didn't want to renovate their contract. I think the club is, uh, the club is the most important thing. And, uh, I believe that uh, to be a winning club, we need to go through also these kind of situations. And in my opinion, it's not a coincidence that uh, now I'm talking again about Milan, but uh, it's not a coincidence that Milan uh, won Scudetto and managed to build up uh, a qu- very good team. Because despite the last performance, uh, Milan has a very good team. I think also they managed to do this because they always put the club in front of everyone. I agree, I agree. I mean, uh, uh, let's put also as an example uh, Dybala. I mean, Dybala came to Roma... And, uh, and, uh, I mean, he, he came to Roma, uh, because of the project that he had, uh, in, in Roma. Uh, I mean, he was getting a lower salary than, uh, than he was offered in other places. Uh, so one has to also see this type of, uh, uh, of, uh, of players uh, that believe in the project. Uh, and then, I mean, then if you, if you love the, the city and uh, you get attached to the, to the jersey uh, that's another another thing and uh, i don't think that money should be the only trigger uh, with these players and uh, it looks like zagnolo was just after money now i don't know i mean he's a kid i don't know if uh, he was uh, badly uh, he if uh, he has uh, the wrong people around him i don't know if uh, vigorelli has advised him uh, badly i also heard that uh, zagnolo's father is not uh, exactly the calmest person in the universe. I just read that, uh, you know, uh, there is a, a possible l- legal dispute on the horizon. I mean, the Zagnolo's family, uh, it's ready to launch a battle against Roma uh, and, uh, you know, a, a legal battle against Roma uh, because of uh, psychological pressure and uh, mobbing. So I do think that uh, there is no way on earth uh, that uh, we will see Zagnolo again with uh, Roma jersey ever again. I don't think so. I don't know what can happen. We will see. We will see. But let's go towards uh, the next match uh, for Roma. Uh, the next match uh, for Roma in Serie A will be against, uh, against Empoli at home. Empoli seems to be quite a fearful team at the moment. It's uh, since November that they don't lose a game. They won, they made uh, big victories. The, la- the last one uh, against uh, Inter in San Siro, playing very well. They, I think they have uh, also a very good trainer and which who is trying to, you know, to put himself among the best trainers in the, in the Serie A. I think also in the future, which is uh, Zanetti. Last year, sure, he did not perform. Uh, very well with Venezia, but I think mostly because of the team he had, which was quite poor. Instead, this year with Empoli, he's doing a great job and also he's uh, trying to uh, to highlight and improve the, the talents he has. But anyway, they play also quite well as a team and um, I watched a bit the match uh, against Inter and what impressed me was that uh, 
Okay, Empoli had one man more. Still, Empoli, uh, when he was ahead, they were not defending the result. They were trying to score another one. So I think uh, it will be, on, in a way, it will be a good matchup for us because we know that Roma suffers the team that uh, close up themselves and make uh, central density in order that Roma could not score. So in a way, I think uh, it will be good for Roma to play against Empoli because we can exploit our defensive strength. But at the same time, we need to be very cautious and careful with the circulation of the ball uh, starting from, uh, from low because they are a team that come, come high to press, trying to recover the ball high. And uh, so we, we need to pay attention at them. What do you think? They also have a very good uh, uh, goalkeeper that uh, Roma has eyed since a long time ago, right? Uh, it's a Vicario. Yes, would be nice if uh, we could sign him uh, next uh, next season, but I believe it's uh, off market for us because from what I remember, I think Empoli is asking at least uh, 50 million. During this uh, January transfer market, uh, he was also mentioned to be close to Bayern München. In the end, Bayern München, uh, since uh, Neuer's uh, problems, he decided they decided to sign uh, Sommer, which is a solid goalkeeper in my opinion. But uh, I think Vicario destiny is to to join uh, a club with more money. Let's say. Well, maybe if we get uh, into Champions League. Maybe, maybe I don't know honestly because. Uh, Still, 15 million for a goalkeeper uh, starts to be quite a uh, considerable uh, figure. Let's, uh, let's remember that uh, Menyan, for example, who is the best goalkeeper in Serie A, uh, in my opinion, always, uh, was paid uh, only 13 by Milan. Uh, do you know if, uh, because I'm, I'm not aware of uh, the Destro situation, is Destro is playing with the Empoli, right? I think so, but I don't know if he's playing from the start, honestly. Uh, because I'm always, uh, you know, I've always been a little bit worried of Destro for some reason. I always thought uh, he was uh, one player with uh, huge qualities and uh, somehow, I don't know why he hasn't become a champion. Uh, I, I really believed that he was going to be, you know, one of the best uh, uh, forwards uh, in Italy, honestly. I don't know what happened. Well, uh, I don't have big memories about his performances in Rome. I think uh, we paid him uh, quite much and in the end uh, we did not get a lot from his performances despite maybe the first year in which he managed to score, I think, uh, more than 10 goals during the season. With a, I remember a very nice goal. I don't remember against two, but I remember a very incredible goal that he managed to score from the middle of the pitch. Uh, during, uh, I think it was a Serie A game. But despite that, uh, I think he, he lost himself uh, slowly in the other teams. Yeah, he has gone, uh, he has uh, been transferred to, to several, uh, several teams uh, here and there. Uh, so he has a long career. And uh, yeah, I would say that uh, he reached uh, his peak. Uh, I mean, uh, he was uh, prolific with us. Then with Bologna a little bit, uh, 2015, 2020, and then Genoa. Yeah, in Genoa he had a sort of a rebirth, I remember, yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He scored uh, like uh, 20 goals in, uh, in two seasons. I'm more worried about Caputo, honestly. 
Yeah, I'm also worried. Uh, I'm worried uh, about uh, Empoli in general. Just because, uh, I mean, it does seem like, even though maybe playing with the teams that are a bit lower in the, in the ranking, in, on the table, um, it, it feels like uh, we are always meeting them uh, at their peak, like, uh, with the Fiorentina was at, uh, in, in a good, uh, uh, in a good moment. Uh, Bologna was in a good moment. Uh, and, uh, now Empoli also in a good moment. Well. Uh, let's uh, let's hope that uh, that uh, we like to defeat uh, uh, teams uh, that are in a good moment, uh, and uh, we will uh, restart our good moment as well and recover from uh, the um, loss against uh, against uh, the defeat against uh, Napoli. Well, thank you for listening as usual, and uh, you know that uh, you can contact us uh, in uh, many ways uh, via email, uh, via uh, link uh, uh, through Anchor. Uh, where you can send us uh, vocal messages. Uh, you can uh, follow us uh, on uh, Instagram, if you wish, uh, where we uh, post uh, uh, updates uh, every day. We are also on Twitter. Uh, we are everywhere. So wherever you look, you're going to see two Romanists in Sweden ready to share information about Roma uh, with you. So thank you again and uh, see you soon. Dai Roma!